0: What's the one basketball arena that you would love to visit uh, that, that you just feel like, okay, that would be cool to watch a game there?
1: Well, Cameron, but that I think that has to be up there for almost everyone, regardless of how you feel about uh, Duke sure. as a program. I, I would have Madison Square Garden on my list you being
2: you being in in new york city
0: i think that would be a place i've been by the garden before i've never actually been
2: in it though i've I've never been inside madison square garden either i got to go to paulie pavilion a couple of times i was gonna say did you yeah ucla so one of my years at ucla was the year of the renovation where they played in it's if you look up the schedule that year it's crazy like they had three different venues across los angeles that were contracted for a couple of games. They played at
0: the old Sports Arena.
2: They played at the Sports Arena, which has since been Stag. bulldozed for uh, the uh, the LAFC uh, stadium. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it, it was Cameron Indoor after the renovation. I think is is as nice as any basketball arena, college or professional that I, that I've ever been inside. That that's a thing that if you're in Los Angeles, it's a. If you care about college basketball, that's a must visit.
0: Any other that stand out to you, Painter, if you want to go with a non-Duke option.
1: You made the Southern Cal arena sound like a fun one to visit. I don't think it that it's was. probably got the same lore about it, but I guess when you came back, the way you described it made me think that would be at least a fun venue to go to.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, it is a really, really cool uh, place to watch a game. Uh, there have been other events there. I think they do concerts. Uh, I think Regan Honor had a pay-per-view there not too long ago. Like, they've... It was a really cool spot. I think, like, if you could hit USC and UCLA and kind of, kind of a good, you know, that that kind of one-two punch. And you know, obviously, and I would, I
2: would add the Long Beach State Pyramid to, to that yeah, list if you're gonna go, go to if you're gonna go in in the Southern the Cal area. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Long Beach State Pyramid is like that's a you were in the Pentagon earlier, Justin. Yes, sir. But you know, that that pyramid down in Long Beach is is no joke. And I believe New Japan has run uh, the yep. New Japan Pro Wrestling the Pyramid. Has, They've run the pyramid before. That's a that's a really cool venue too.
0: Yeah, my I'll say this: my one of my big bucket list ones that I haven't hit that I'm hoping to hit this year is Bud Walton, just because of the history, the 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 tradition. Uh, you know, we were just in Arkansas this past weekend for for the football game. Walking by Bud Walton, it just looks cool from the outside. It's always looked really cool on the inside. Uh, I'd really really enjoy uh, making that trip. But Auburn basketball and Barclays uh, Center uh on uh Thursday night and Friday. Um they will get these these two games in the Legend Classic Legends Classic. And uh they will start with Notre Dame and we will preview them. Obviously you're listening to this on Thursday morning. Game will be Thursday night late game. Auburn gets the late game in that one ESPN uh broadcasting it and then uh you'll get your observations on Friday morning from this one. But Auburn taking on Notre Dame and we've talked about this in the past. Who should Auburn play that they haven't played yet? And we cover football, and men's basketball on this show, and 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 in our newsletter, and so that's the ones we're focused on. Notre Dame, one of the rare teams that are big name programs in in, in college sports, that Auburn had never played in either football or men's basketball. Still waiting on the football, but men's basketball uh, getting checked off. I know a lot of Auburn fans have been waiting to see Auburn play Notre Dame in a, in, a, in a in one of the big ticket sports. Should be really cool, just because uh, it's something that honestly you you can say that you have never seen before. And, and I, would Notre, point, I would go out.
2: Well, I would say that the Auburn Notre Dame football matchup, while unlikely this year, is something that at least could happen. I think that there's there. I mean, there's the chance that you roll the dice bowl season, and it would probably need to be Jacksonville. And I think Auburn would need to win the Iron Bowl to give itself the best shot at it. But I think that an an, an Auburn Notre Dame Gator Bowl, uh, where I mean, I, I, Auburn hasn't been to the Gator Bowl in nearly fifty years. Uh, multiple places are projecting Notre Dame as the ACC representative in the Gator Bowl. Like that game, that would be huge. It's not out of the question, and I think it's one of the most interesting matchups Auburn could possibly have. Jason it's, Caldwell and- said on the drive that it, it, it's it's his top choice as far as what Auburn could do in bowl oh, season. Yeah.
0: Hundred percent, and I think the Mayo Bowl's got an ACC crossover as well, so that's another another option where you can see that kind of mix. But so Auburn Notre Dame on uh, Thursday night here in New York, this is a really interesting game, guys, because Notre Dame this is this big brand football is obviously the bigger brand for for Notre Dame than basketball, but they have had a really good men's basketball tradition for a while Mike Bray was one of like the elder statesmen of college basketball we talk about you know K retiring Roy Williams retiring uh you know uh Bayheim retiring uh we celebrate that uh and uh and, you know Mike Bray's like not as prolific in his you know championships or wins as much as those guys are. but Bray had a really long run at Notre Dame and you kind of knew what you were going to get out of Notre Dame basketball for so long well Bray retires Last year, into last season, I think they announced it during the middle of the year. He had kind of struggled. I think they made the tournament just once his last five or six seasons at Notre Dame, which is something not, you know, especially for an ACC program and, you know, former, uh, I believe, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. They, Notre Dame used to play the Big East, right? Like, they used to play basketball in the yep. Big East. They yes. used to tangle tangle with the Catholic Seven and all that, yeah. Um, so they make a hire, and they make a pretty big hire, and they get Micah Shrewsbury- uh, from Penn state. There's a long running joke, uh, game game that I like to play with like, uh, beat writers and other people, uh, on, on the beat. I think this started from a conversation with my basketball obsessed brother, uh, Tyler, who, uh, who, you know, talk hoops with a lot. Um, we have this game and I, I don't know if we've played it on here before, but I'm going to, I'm going to make y'all play it right now. Um, And it'll tie into this current conversation here pretty quickly. Um, Okay, let's take power conference programs. So what we would consider the power five in football. Think about it. Think about, you know, that and think, who's the one men's college basketball program in the power five that you think I have never seen them play a basketball game before, whether it's be on TV, obviously in person would stick it out. You can come up with your answers. I, and, and uh, as a way to introduce this, my answer for the longest time used to be Penn State. I had no recollection of Penn State basketball in my brain. Obviously, last season Micah Shrewsbury takes that Penn State team to the NCAA tournament, uh, where uh, you know get gets them to the second round. They play a really really tight game with uh, with Texas, I believe. Lost in the second round of Texas. Um, I can't say that about Penn State anymore because of what Shrewsbury did. Uh, do you, either of y'all have an answer off your top of your head? There's a couple other ones I've all, I've always gone back to, but Penn State used to be my go-to because I could not think of very, I could like my brain. You couldn't close your eyes and mentally imagine, hey, this is what a Penn State basketball game looks like.
1: I can't envision any memorable Oregon State teams. Can y'all correct me on that? Oh,
2: no. They went to the Elite Eight like a couple of years
1: ago. That, that All team right, that there had you go. The, uh, maybe I have Oregon, seen them.
2: Oregon, Oregon State in that year of the Pac-12. Uh, I would just say. Um, that, yeah. Yeah, they, And that was a team I remember watching a lot because I watched a lot of Pac-12 basketball that season where they, they were excellent guards, lost a ton of close games, got hot. You had Gary
0: Payton II on those teams.
2: Got mm. hot conference tournament time and won a bunch of games. That's I mean, it's a, hey. it's a valid answer. They, they, they
0: weren't relevant. Can I can I throw one to you, Painter? That I know in that neighborhood that you'd probably say, Washington State, Washington State. Like again, one of the, one of the only two teams left standing in the pack, in the pack now the pack two. And I'm old enough to remember Tony Bennett
2: pre Virginia at Washington State winning basketball games. Clay Thompson. See, this game's a lot
0: more fun with you, Dan, because you're a little bit older than this and you and you've you've watched a lot. Of, uh, but Painter, yeah. I, I would say you're absolutely there's a there are there's a gap in Pac-12 basketball in my head that like. Unless you're a top top team, I I just I have it I, have I can it remember
1: watching some Washington teams and of course UCLA and even Southern Cal but
2: Oregon Arizona right. the Arizona teams it's been a decade the the Stanford uh, the the uh, Lopez twins have been yeah. a pros have mm-hmm. been pros for a very long time but I remember I remember those guys but it's been I mean Stanford would be a team it's been a while since I've been able to tell you much. About the uh, the Stanford Cardinals, Josh um, children played Cardinals. at Stanford. That's Josh about Childress. all. Uh, that's Absol- all, about
0: us. all right, Dan, uh, what's what's your pick?
2: You know, like, see, I might, I might stick on the East Coast, where, okay. like, I, I would, I would struggle. Let me think about this. Penn State's not a bad answer because I couldn't tell you much about like their current program, like last year's team. You know that they, they they won enough to get on the radar, but um, it's been a while for Boston College. Boston College uh, is another good been, answer that I hear uh, a lot. Uh been a while. I mean, I actually you know what? I did watch some Rutgers. Uh they they got hot. Rutgers would have been my answer um for a while. Really well. Uh but no, yeah, Rutgers Rutgers had and Rutgers had some second generation players, right? Wasn't uh uh I I, I want to say even I don't know, some somewhat of note, uh, of, of second generation played at Rutgers. Hey, and we'll talk now. about
0: second generation here a little bit with Notre Dame. For yeah, as passionate
1: as their fans and and you know, in some ways, I suppose I feel for them. Uh, for as passionate as their fan base is about football, can you tell me anything about Nebraska's basketball team? If if
0: Nebraska wouldn't have played Auburn two years ago in Atlanta, I would I would I would have a blank spot in Nebraska's in, in my head for Nebraska. Uh, Fred Hoiberg coached there. That's about it. Like like when Fred Hoiberg got hired there, I was like, oh, cool, Nebraska. Like I've never thought about Nebraska basketball, and he it didn't work out there, and I I'm still just like. It, literally, if they would not have played Auburn, I would have never watched a Nebraska basketball game. Just being honest,
2: Boston College is a great answer I, as well. I remember, I remember Clay Thompson at uh, at Washington State uh, back in the day. Clay was Clay was son of a Lakers legend. Uh, very good player at the LA high school level. Both the SC and UCLA coaches told him he wasn't a Pac-12 caliber player. <laughs> and, he up, and, and and that's and that's how he ends up in Washington State. He wanted to go. He he wanted to stay in Los Angeles, and and they were. He was. I mean, Mike Michael. So, so he moved to the the complete opposite of Los Angeles, Pullman, Washington State. I think it was. I think it was his pack. I think it was the pack twelve offer uh, he had. Wow. And uh, and I might, Michael Thompson does color for the Lakers radio. I don't know if he still does it for a long time. Michael Thompson did L A. Uh, the Lakers uh, radio color commentary, and he, he's told that story before that, that was I he mean,
1: a, a late bloomer or something did he grow a bunch during college or was he just did he just kind of get grew missed some... in the high school recruiting process
0: i think he grew some in college but I, the stories i've always heard about clay at washington state it was just like oh this dude's an nba player like he like he he very quickly like just was like a gunner and like what we ended up seeing in the nba out of him where it was just like this dude shot is so pure he can take over a game and we don't have a whole lot going for us so he's the hottest ticket in town I, mean,
2: I I wonder if if Clay's talent, you know, was was in it was to the degree where it can seem like he's it can seem like he's not trying when he's mm. when he's playing like it's so easy things that are difficult because there are there are players who get labeled as as guys who don't show effort, uh, but it's like they're they're great players and it's not as hard for them. That is as it that, is that is has for,
0: unfairly been lobbed towards Jalen Williams in the past. Jalen Williams plays hard. It just Jalen Williams is so dadgum smooth. It looks like he's not, he's not like busting his tail as hard as as everybody else does.
2: That's a that's a yeah, great way to pivot back to this this Auburn Notre Dame game. What what do you know about the Notre Dame team that Auburn is going to face? Because I watched some of that Western Carolina game. Yeah, and was shocked that if you'd asked me, like, to ignore the jerseys and yeah. predict which one of these two teams was an ACC team, right? I, I wouldn't have thought it was Notre Dame. Well, here's the thing.